Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network. iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enter to win a free cruise for two. On board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. It's 902-1-O-N-G. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of 90210MG. We're so glad you're with us. Oh, you guys, it's good this week. (laughs) What an episode. Wow. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. See what you did there. Yeah. I had some highs and lows in this episode. Ooh. Did Amy Sugarman just say that, Jen? She Sorry. did. Wow. She had some lows, you guys. Write it down. Okay. <laughs> Document yep. that. <laughs> Were you guys thrown off in the very beginning when it said Southern uh-huh. California? <laughs> it was. <laughs> since poor Donna has a learning disability and dyslexia, uh, I, Tori, was like, Donna, uh, I was switching them because it's USC, but they switched it conveniently. I'm like, what? Uh, okay, well, let's just get right into it because there's really, I have so much to talk about in this episode and I know you guys do too. Uh, let's do this. This is episode 
six of season five. It's called Homecoming. It aired on October 12th, 1994. Synopsis. Brandon serves justice to a foreign leader for human rights violations. Steve pulls off a homecoming heist with the help of Kelly and Valerie. Andrea gets her flirt on during the spin cycle. Donna is two-timing Griffin. Oh, no. While her and Ray are kissing. And Dylan disses Valerie for some random girl. What? Wow. Yeah. There are five action-packed storylines in this episode, you guys. I counted them out. There's the school prank, right? There's Dylan and Val. Love. There's Brandon and this incredibly heavy storyline. Yes. Not as into it. Andrea and her laundry. Love, Juicy. And then there's Ray (laughs) Pruitt and Donna. Love. So much going on. Oh, and we have, uh, is this the first episode that Meredith Stein wrote? Oh, I believe so. I forgot to mention, it's directed by Gilbert Shilton and written by Meredith Stein. Uh, I haven't, did I say her yeah, name I right? I think so. Okay. Do you guys remember her? Nope. Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Meredith. <laughs> hey, I have a question. Do you guys have like a lot of interaction with the writers? I know you guys work very close with Jessica, but mm-hmm. is that typical? Like would actors and writers not have that much you know, conversation, because they're are they down there on the set? Depending, right, Jen? Like, like mm-hmm. when they were EPs, like Jessica and Steve, yeah. But, like, uh, if it was a one-off by Meredith, or, sorry, maybe there's more by Meredith, probably not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they kept, I think, more like the staff writers – over the hill on the on yeah. the other side of the hill. They didn't make them come to Van Nuys. <laughs> right. But, so and how, my dad, yeah, you and wouldn't my even know them. They're not even there. Interesting. They they were doing their job from over the hill. They 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 got their marching orders that you know when they got the assignment for the episode, and then they wrote it, and then everybody I think weighs in on it, and mm-hmm. probably the EPs tweak it. That makes me the think studio too. tweaks it. Can you just in, like you know kind of like the zoo when you like are not supposed to interact too much with yeah. the zoo animals? I think that we were like that <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Gentle. Don't don't feed them. Can a writer whatever you just, do, not after midnight. Don't feed them. Oh Can they just come up with any old idea, or does some executive producer say it's homecoming and here's the general gist? Now write it, or could a writer like Meredith? Just go, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking pumpkin patch. Like, I really want these two to go to a pumpkin patch. And then she writes all about the goat and the this and the that. Like, how, do they just get to do what they want? No, I mean, in our experience, when we did BH90210, we, we worked very closely with the writing staff. And we were in the room all the time. And <clears throat> there's a big whiteboard. There's a, a mm-hmm. lot of whiteboards. And there's a bunch of ideas thrown up on them, you know. And then collectively uh they f- decide you know how the episodes are going to fall into place and and what the content of them and they break it down and then the writer goes and does fills break in the down. like gaps you know i wonder what it was like in 1994 were there right? whiteboards how'd they do it <laughs> they What'd had they chalkboards like <laughs> like from little house on the prairie for sure <laughs> i was trying to explain to somebody yesterday how like when we didn't have email so say the writing staff needed to write a memo to Aaron Spelling. Somebody had to like physically take it. They'd have to type, type, type it. Yeah, I mean, I think that they used to like roll the script up and then hand it to a pigeon. And then yeah. the pigeon 
would take it to the to the boss's office. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. It's like think about it. They there was no email. They had faxes though. True. It was the beginning of the fax, so they would probably fax it all around. Oh, I don't know. I feel Seems like slow. they like they uh someone like drove it over the hill to us in on Calvert Street in Van Nuys. Would you ever get them delivered to your homes? No, no. They so you would you would get them on set in our dressing rooms, right, Jen? Like you'd come yeah, in. Yeah, usually. Yeah. I mean, we were always like, there, so yeah, we usually got wow. them. Yeah. Fair. I digress. Sorry for the questions. That's okay. Uh, back to it. Let's talk about let's talk about the first storyline. Let's talk about um, the school prank because that was fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you know how once in a blue moon we'll like watch something and be like, oh my God, I can remember being there. I remember being there. You remember the being bear. There with that big the, bear? Yes. I don't even know. I, I don't know why, but I remember that bear. Well, it's pretty memorable. It's like 400 feet tall. And I how they just roll that baby right out the front door of the school, I don't understand. But okay. <laughs> I love the prank. I think it's very college It's uh-huh. very... Fun. I, I sort of actually love that Valerie got brought into it and that Kelly and Same. Valerie are sort of bonding a little bit. Although yeah, I, I guess Val's, I guess Val is in with Kelly now all mm-hmm. of a sudden. You're making her an honorary alpha, which wow. is not a thing. Is and not first a thing. of all, what, does Kelly have the authority to just no, you let don't. anybody into the sorority? <laughs> sure do not. Oh, That's wow. Bad. I didn't even think of that. But you know what? I feel bad because I feel like Kelly's going into it wholeheartedly and she's like okay I'm gonna give her another chance you know like she's redeeming I feel like Val no she's strategic this is all strategic for her what's the strategy for her to get in with Kelly and I mean she's in with Steve I I feel like he thinks they're boyfriend and girlfriend (laughs) it's so bad I feel like she wants to know Kelly on a deeper level so she can strategize how to play it with Dylan because mm. she just wants to know her better. Like, keep your enemies closer, they say, like, right? So she's like, oh, you know, in her mind, like, Kelly and Brenda are her enemies because she's going after Dylan. Mm. This this Val. I don't like that part. I feel like Valerie's boobs are a character in themselves on the show. I'm not going to lie. I look... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't know if this we should fair. talk about this. this I think fair. this is terrible. I don't think we can talk about this. But her boobs come Why into not? the scene before she does. They're perky. They're very perky. <laughs> is it the white t-shirt that when she came into the peach bed? Is that yes. the one? It was the one. I was like, what? There comes some boobies. <laughs> I will say they do dress her a bit differently. And she's dressed guys. like cute. She's dressed like baby a doll A little bit and- more sexy. She's just sexy. Yeah. Her character is just a sexy, like a sex kitten. I loved her cut off flannel or cut off plaid, which was something I loved when Brenda wore. Wait, the arms were cut off? Mm -hmm. I didn't notice notice that, Tori. Oh, my God. The black and white and she pulled it on. It's when she puts her pants on when she's Mm -hmm. naked and she pulls up her pants and it just all, you know, magically covers can I, her areas. Can I say they're a little bit more, I don't know what the word is. What? With Valerie and Dylan, they show it more. I, I feel like. Okay, wait, maybe, we can't go there yet. We're talking okay. about the school prank, Amy. Jeez. 
It was me. It was my fault. It, well, not really, because the boobs, her boobs were in the school prank storyline. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So yeah. we'll just stick with the school prank. I, I also very thought cute. it was super cute. I thought that Steve is babelicious in this episode. Like the way he's got his little shirt unbuttoned mm-hmm. and his sunglasses on. He was hot. Jeans are pretty tight. Yeah, well, I I didn't really notice that. (laughs) But I'm sure they were. Can you say the line as you did, Mr. Bond? Oh my God, God, that's like, what now, Mr. Bond? That was so funny. Sometimes (laughs) they really write Kelly like these snazzy little zingers. I love that. There's nothing better than the diarrhea brownies. I'm not going to lie. They obviously put X Lac in the brownies. I was like, are those going to be pop brownies? What's happening with the brownies? That's what I thought. I was so nervous. And I was like, Kelly would never. What is happening? And like Genius Jen's the best the- baker in the world. So like, it's so weird to see like her inserting that. Nope. Like her, you know, was it a toothpick and you see, but it was a strip. It looked like a, one of those strips you use like a, the COVID dipper strip. Nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was like, Kelly when it comes is- out raw, it's not baked yet, but you, right, you were like, right. Oh, I don't know how to do this. But yeah, right. you're like the baker. Yeah. I don't think Kelly is a very good right. baker, but yeah. I know. I'm, I had I'm to separate baker. the two of you. It was hard. But diarrhea brownies, genius. Um, that's a thing. Like, that's a thing. Did you know? Did yeah. you know? I mean, I heard from a friend, possibly, that if you put Visine years yes. and years ago into something, it gives someone the poops. I know. I thought that's how you murder people. What? <laughs> Oh, wait, let, let's don't try that then. Don't try that. What are you talking about? I thought if you, you can't put Visine in, I don't know. No, that I like heard the same thing. If you put Visine in something and make somebody eat it or drink it, then they get the poops. Oh, right. I mean, like years ago, like, is that not a thing? I don't know. It was always a rumor. We should probably fact check that. Before. And I feel like there was another show or movie where they put X-Lax in the brownies. They did? And then they had that door thing. That was so clever because they were building that. And I'm like, what are they building with that wood? Mm. And then they put oh, it over right. the door handle to like Genius. lock them in. The bear I mean, though, the whole bear and like the like the beginning where you see the bear and you go into the that school. It's so like um, what's that night at the museum? It's so yeah, oh, yeah, 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 the thing. <laughs> A thousand percent. Good call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my God. It was good. I loved that storyline. And Stephen Griffin looks super sexy as spies. Totally. How about yes. the end? So when the bear gets revealed, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's in their CU shirts and they're so excited. And then it's just Donna and Griffin making out the whole scene. Did you notice that? Just like every background shot is you guys. No. You have to rewatch it. Oh, you need to you need to rewatch that. Because you're Fully there making are a couple of tongues very visible. <laughs> no, you could not see it if it was in the background. Oh, it was well, Amy and I both saw it, so it I was very can. front background. Like you weren't the main part of the scene, but you're very prominent on the, the stage, two of you. Mac and down. Mm-hmm. So in that scene, I was trying to do my due diligence because. Jen, you need you to always yeah. see like the people in the scene. I was looking for the boom and I was looking for how many people I was trying to do that work. And I was like, okay, I got this. I wonder how many, you know, background players they had in this. And I was doing that. I wasn't even looking. <laughs> Wait, okay. That is so good. <laughs> also, it was a good I, I think story. CU only has one version of the t-shirt because yeah. everyone is 
I, I gotta say, I don't like that T-shirt on um, the cast. <laughs> well, and the color, the color is a little. Tough. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, wait, what about the condor meat? Uh, Ew, thing in the background of us. I tried to snap it because it's so funny. They, you don't eat meat. And it was, well, this is years and years ago, and it was you and I walking, and in the back it was like a paint, not a painting, but like a mural, like a poster they painted, and it said a big thing, condor meat, and it showed it. Ew. Wait, they were selling condor meat? No. Were we eating condor meat? No, it was, uh, we're the condors, right? Okay. University. For some reason, it was like a big condor, like a one of those giant turkey legs, like from Knott's Berry Farm. Oh Knott's my god, I missed this. It was one. Oh my god, and it was just I tried to snap it for Jen. Like it was literally the two of us walking, and then in the background, it was that. Oh my god, condor this you meat. saw, but you didn't see the, you making out with. What's his name? He's out oh soon. I feel like Don is going to dump him. And I am not She's about it. She's going to dump Griffin and go You're not about Ray. it? You want Griffin Let's to stay? Let's talk about Ray, Ray and, and Donna now. I mean, in the day, I loved Ray Pruitt. And now I'm like, why didn't we let Griffin just stay yeah, around? Ray, I'm not sure what's going on with Ray Pruitt. Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Because I'm mm. getting all kinds of vibes from him that that should be red flags for Donna. Yeah. Do you not know? No. I mean, I know what ultimately it's happens, terrible. but I don't know the progression of it. Yeah, Tori, how are you feeling about Ray? Oh, man, you guys. I got to say, back in the day, I was way more into this pairing than I am now. Yeah. I don't know. Because he um, was hot and dangerous and... Yeah, I think it's going somewhere, but I'm not, I don't remember it this way. I feel like it's a little like, eh, I don't like the comments he makes. Um, fair, Kelly's a really good friend and protective, um, it blurred the lines of you and I in real life because you're protective and like always like wait 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 about guys. So I was like, oh my god, the lines were all blurring between Donna and Kelly. I felt like Kelly was a little like negative though. Like she really she shut harsh. down Donna's dreams there. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, he could have been a serial killer. Yeah. Well, he yeah. until he go- takes you to the pumpkin patch mm. and then redeems himself and you hold baby goat and then I feel like I like him again. It's so weird to watch this because I feel like it was going back in time and setting up my future, like, because now I have animals and I have goats and a pig that we <gasps> I thought actually, the same thing. Wilbur, his mother, we got at a petting zoo after Halloween. They were like, yeah, we're like adopting out the pigs. Like, oh my gosh. The, I, no one I thought, known is then. this the place, is this the time in your life when you started your love of animals? And like having farm funny. animals because you have you've always had like a goat or a chicken or yeah. pigs. Or- I didn't remember this being, yes. So we filmed at that pumpkin patch. It's one that's still there in Sherman it's still Oaks. There. Amazing. Yeah, right by that's the Jiffy amazing. Lube. Yeah. Is Wait, okay, you know the one on Ventura Boulevard. It's the Jiffy Lube Mr. on the Bones? corner. It's like Hazel Teen-ish. Tina's? And Ventura Boulevard. And there's a Taco Bell, but I don't know if the Taco Bell was there back in the 90s. Wait, that's pretty rad. Yeah, but it's all oh still there. Yeah. I feel like it's Tina's pumpkin patch now. Am I, oh, Tina's. Yes, am I, I think right? you might I be know. right. I don't know where I put I think that you thing. might be right. Mm-hmm. 
I've been there a gajill's times with my kids. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux. XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. 
and basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. I'm wondering if mm-hmm. something, Tori, you can definitely answer this. And Jenny, you're kind of watching it a little bit for the first time ish. Do I not like Ray because I know where we're going? Like, is my judgment clouded where I'm like, this guy sucks? Mm-mm. I don't think that's it because I don't, I, I know what happens just from people talking about it, but I don't, as a viewer, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he seems like kind of hot and dangerous in the beginning, but then he also seems a little aggressive and a little street and like not quite, you know, what Donna would like, but yeah. he's so cute. It's not And very- maybe she wants to have a little bad boy time, you know, like he's, Maybe he's come, you know, bringing that for her. It's not very Donna-like to I mean, yeah. stand up Griffin, who couldn't be sweeter, and almost cheat, dare I say, on Griffin. I mean, are they exclusive? I, I don't really know. It seems uh, like Donna hear, would. I don't see call, a ring on her face. You said boyfriend. No promise ring. You called him your boyfriend. Wait, Jen. I think I said. Kind of. I don't remember, but I kind of think you called him your boyfriend. Kind of. I feel bad for Griffin. I do too. Poor Griffin. Okay. For (laughs) me, like, I feel like I, Donna, not I, that Donna, (laughs) damn, it's so, yeah. So Griffin is a little too straight laced for her. This is so mm-hmm. me in real life. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> really? It's no, like it's, very it's really is. This is you. It's you. <laughs> Griffin's a little too straight laced, and he's a little like, oh, he's nice, but he's also just a little too. What's the word? Not vanilla? boring. Dorky. Right? Vanilla. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bland. 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 Basic. He's just, he's just basic. There you go. He's hot, he's basic. But basic. Like, you know, but that's the type of guy, like, you know, I'm sure they, if they got married and had kids and he would have been great to her her whole life. And yeah. I don't I know. know. What would have happened? She should have stayed, stayed with, Griffin. with Griffin. I mean, this Actually, is the question you know what? we've asked <laughs> before. Those are the guys that you never suspect. Those are the ones that are great and great on paper and you're like great and he's nice to me and then you marry them and they don't end up being nice i don't know griffin aged like a fine wine casper's looking good (laughs) and i bet he's worth a hundred million dollars meaning griffin oh griffin stone i don't know donna stone he probably took over Eh. the family business he's all donna stone you guys donna silver much better donna pruitt Never going to happen. That wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah, but it. I just feel like Ray's a little aggressive. So Donna does like, wow, I've never had this. It's okay. So David, so Ray is a little too bad boy all out the mm-hmm. gate. Griffin is too nice guy. And mm-hmm. David's kind of somewhere in the middle. True. Very accurate. 
I I can't help but watch this and just feel terrible for Jamie Walters. Like literally that's all that keeps coming into my mind. I wish we didn't know what was going to happen so we could watch it like wholeheartedly and be like, his hair, his hair gets better. But right now it's like a little porcupine-ish. Yeah, it looks like a a chia pet. (laughs) (laughs) I think at the time I loved him. I think a lot of people did, right? The one I loved even more I, I won't say it yet. I'll wait till we get to it. But anyway, so this is definitely my favorite part of the whole episode. The, the Donna, patch. the mm-hmm. Griffin, the pumpkin patch. Yeah, this, you look so cute in that pumpkin patch. The the truck, the truck, the knife in the, the truck. truck in your face and the whole, uh, all of it. He had me a truck. Oh my God, I love a good vintage pickup truck. Ugh. Orange truck. Oh my gosh. It's cute. Well, he wanted a surprise her. It's the family pumpkin patch. Yeah. I, I like it. So we we don't know what's going to happen with that, but I feel like Griffin's going to get out outed and Ray's going to be in and then, you know. Oh, just wait. There's <laughs> a I like your, I like when there's surprises. All right, let's go to Dylan Val. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. Wait, can I just say one thing, you guys? Mm-hmm. Of course you can. I'm going to go on record here that 90210, always ahead of its time, that it was literally Val and Dylan, the upside down Spider-Man kiss, which is the most oh, yeah. one of the most iconic kisses <laughs> in movie history. I looked it up. This was filmed, this aired in 1994. That was with Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst in 2002. I'm going to agree right. with you. Dylan, Val did it first. That's crazy. No great, one's ever great, done it before them. Great note. I oh, just, has no one ever done it? I don't know. I don't know. They. I don't know. I only know it as the Spider-Man kiss. And when I saw that, I was like, whoa. I really enjoyed that scene with Dylan and Val, though. And that, and that has never happened with those two characters before. And I was like, hey, these guys are actually good together. I kind of like them together now. Mm. And then- I, He's such a jerk. Everything blows up because he's a jerk. He's a jerk and she's too snaky about it or something. There's something going on where she's too conniving. And then she's so Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm cool. I don't care. I'm just here for the sex. Sex. (laughs) And then she's so You can tell she's falling for him though. You can yeah, just, uh, so that's it. She's she, He keeps saying, don't fall for me. You're not my girlfriend. This isn't a girlfriend-boyfriend thing. Don't get too attached. And that's and exactly what's over happening. Get yourself. Like, yeah, but no, get over yourself. Thing. But that's what's happening. It Correct. is. But it's such a male thing to be like, don't go falling in love. Well, I agree with you, I wish Tori. she would have been like, well, you don't go falling in love. Like, exactly. Why? <laughs> yes. Uh, like, that bothered me. I think, Jen, Same. what you're responding to is the writing felt a little more female. A little bit. It wasn't the harsh wasn't so sexual innuendos that men uh-huh. write. Mm-hmm. Everything was just like Brenda Kelly, blonde or brunette. I was like, yes, oh. I'm here for this. I don't know. I think, Tori, you're right. Why did she take that? She should have been like, it's so cocky of him to be like, don't fall in love with me. I'm Dylan yeah. McKay. Like, oh, gosh. I mean. Yeah, I would have liked her to have a little fair. bit more. It's Dylan McKay and Luke Perry. Like, fine, fine, fine. Obvious. Yeah. Everyone in, would fall in love. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, Dylan's so. 
I liked the line when she said, you never let me forget it at the door. That was good. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't like that turn of events when you, you, I don't know, you start liking them together. And then all of a sudden he does that. He has that other girl in his house and then mm-hmm. she's clearly shaken by it. It just didn't feel, I don't know. It didn't feel like the vow that we've, we've gotten to know. And so I was like, wait, I don't, I don't think this is right, but maybe there's so much more to Val that we don't know. Maybe she, this is the softer side of her and she does, you know, I don't have like a Dylan. heart. Because she, she felt human, right? <laughs> you were like, oh, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. I don't like Dylan being a jerk. It really bothers me. I don't either, but it's hot. Oops. <laughs> he does it all the time now. <laughs> So yeah, he's in his jerk it. era, yeah. as they say. Uh-huh. Yeah. So oh, wait, Jen, I don't know. Jen, did you love when the covers came down? You, I, I looked for it this time. You saw his underwear. <laughs> he had on shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he looked naked. <laughs> and I was like, he's naked. This is what I was going to ask you guys. Are you noticing their scenes are a bit more risque? Yeah. Are you noticing that? Like. They seem different than what we're used to. Yeah. I I don't know. I think that they're just, their chemistry is good together. Now, all of a sudden. They're pushing the sexual envelope. Yes. Because they can't really do it with anyone else. So this is, they're like, okay, we got to go. These are the two. Because the audience will be forgiving. Like if it's them. Yeah. Because your scenes are very cute. Even when you're kissing Ray, even when you're kissing Griffin, it's still cutesy Donna. Don't mention tongue again, Jen. But with them, it's very sexual. I don't know. This is just my observation. It's like, I don't, it's, it's new. It's racier. Agreed. Well, these, well, let's think about it. I mean, these actors are in the early twenties. Well, uh, (laughs) Dylan was, Luke was maybe in his late twenties and Val was, uh, um, Tiffany was in her early 20s at this time. So mm. they're really exploring all of that. Yeah, you're huh. right. What about Andrea's laundry? Oh, mm. goodness. Okay, we have to. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I enjoy a laundromat scene. I'm not going to okay. lie. You Every time laundry. I see one. He was cute. The, the guy was adorable. And I thought he but. was actually, I was like, I hope he sticks around because he was a good actor. I he was, that was cute. That was a cute little thing. What was, what was his name? What was his name? James Calvert. No, no. James C. Victor played Peter Tucker. Little kind of like um, gingery. He mm-hmm. looked great. I thought he was a good match for for Andrea. Cute I like them together. Is mm-hmm. that bad to say? Just because you feel like Jesse's like, they're making him bad now. So I was like, yeah, move on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although sweet when she had this sort of candlelit dinner. Wait, 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 go back, go back to when she comes up behind him and she says, she's getting all frisky. And she <laughs> says, you want to take a little nap? <laughs> Is that her code word? <laughs> <laughs> this is when he rejected her and he had to study. Oh, yeah. I liked his gold chain. 
Jesse. Yeah, he's a cute guy. I'm glad they addressed the flirting and they didn't gloss over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I sort of took his side. I think she kind of is overreacting maybe a little bit at this point. Um, uh, no, I no, don't know about gut instinct. That. Women always have gut instinct. Mm-hmm. And she saw the way he was nuzzling up to those girls at the bar, and that's not something a girlfriend or wife or baby mama <laughs> ever wants to see. No. So maybe this is innocent, but there's something in him that's yeah coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's young, too, so he oh, thinks nope. he has to do that to get his tips. But, y- you know, he cannot be like that and still make a, a living for his family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just by maybe a wink and a smile. Yeah, let's face it. He likes the attention. He feels like, oh, my gosh, I'm married. I have a baby. I'm at home. Like I'm, I'm still alive. He feels alive. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all we have to talk about that one. Sorry. Okay, we're going Andrea. to the politics one. You guys, oh my God. That's not my favorite. Me here. Oh my yeah, gosh. Same. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is... And I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the '90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars. Nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Wait, can we want to talk about the opening credits first then for a second? Because they're pretty fun to watch. And I really never watched them until now. This is the same opening credits for the whole season, right? Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. does it keep changing with the new characters coming in? I think this is the same. Mm, Okay. Unless, yeah, I don't think. But they're good. I like them. They're amazing. I don't, I never, ever appreciated them i hated shooting them we were all like "Ugh, we don't want to do this um but they're they're really ingenious actually the way you get to like be a fly on the wall and watch these characters interact but they're not the characters somehow they're the actors i don't know i just really enjoyed it and i just like i don't think any other shows we're doing those kinds of opening credits at that time. And I don't know, are there other shows that have done it since where it's so playful and mm-hmm. intimate like that? Like you really feel like you're a part of that group. Yeah. Melrose Place didn't have anything it's like that. Such a good point, Jen. That's exactly it. We got to be ourselves that day and they just mm-hmm. let us go. So what mm-hmm. you yeah. see in those opening credits, that's us, not the characters. That's mm-hmm. cute. Great point. And they would just literally, they didn't, write that like they didn't no, script they like just, you do this they just said and go basically yeah you we guys all just stand up there we wanted yeah do whatever well that's so good i never think about that because most you know opening credits is just like clips from the show mm-hmm. yeah no i really like all that footage of the cast like just chilling together and interacting i would I love think- to know the background of that of like did they just like see us like playing around and they were like that's it just roll. yeah Right. Like Whose what, idea was the, what, were these Where did that credits? start? Mm-hmm. Like, we know the turn into the frame. T- like, oh, we got that. Um, but that part where we all just had fun and just did our thing, I would love to be like someone's like, oh, my God, get this. Look, they're all friends. They're actually just going. Like, hmm. we And we, we played with knows. that on BH90210, too. We did a very similar – was that a scene or were we do? I can't remember. Was that a scene in our show or was that – for a photo shoot. Credits. It was the credits. It was the credits. Oh, wait. Yeah. For the show yeah. within the show? But <laughs> it's nope. so hard to remember. No. Those were oh, our credits. Those were, Jason we re- filmed them. We redid the opening credits. And, That's right. And Jen, it was, we'd been filming all day. It was four in the morning. It was the last mm-hmm. thing we got to. And we're like, these are our credits. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We're old. And now like, <laughs> now we have to like go like and pretend to have energy and like our skin look good. Like it's, it's been like 17 <laughs> hours filming. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, Jason would be like, ding, ding. Okay. We got it. Yeah. Jason filmed all those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Now back to the political okay. episode. Um, I thought oh, it was boy. very suspenseful. I was on the edge of my seat, even though I don't normally like these storylines. I thought this one was good. Well mm. worded. 
I fast it was forwarded heavy. through some. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was I just mean, heavy. It was so heavy. When the, when the gardener takes his shirt off and you see his back all slashed up with yeah. a really bad scars. Really bad. The thing that was interesting They're is, did you notice me. they show him in the very beginning? So the, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought that is so odd. They're just lingering on this guy awkwardly long. And then you realize, oh, now I get Later. it. Mm, yeah. I don't know. But I do like Brandon and Claire together. I think they make a good team. Not, I didn't like them together romantically or sexually, but I like them together. Yeah, are they friends? Are they just cohorts in the situation because of him being the president and her being the chancellor's daughter? But I could I see know. how they could be friends. Or like work together. I wanted them yeah. to work together. I feel like they're super smart and she's like quick and bantery and kind of brings out a different version of Brandon, which I liked. I like that she stood up to him. We went from the Claire that was so obsessive with him and- yeah. flirty. And then she really stood up to him and was like, I don't think you should do this. And I'm not going to speak to you if you do this. And this is a good guy. Now I did get a little confused. I can't figure out wh- who did what. Is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? I, I got all lost in the politics of it. Okay. Well, first of all, did you, when the president's rolling in, did you like all the montage of the cars, the nineties cars? I couldn't get enough of that. I felt like I was like in a a time machine. I forgot what the cars looked like back then. Like they look so different. You don't really remember until you see them rolling around and you're like, wow. Okay. I couldn't figure out who was coming. I thought, is the governor coming? Is the president coming? What's happening? Cars from my parents' house. It was probably. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what what show am I watching with all all this storyline? And then when they cut to Brandon inside in his office, I was like, does Brandon, is his office, does he work in jail? Because that's the ugliest office I've ever seen in my life. They literally had no time to set decorate that place because it was just a brown and green room, three walls. Was that like a thrown in thing? They were like, oh, we didn't know we were filming that. Just I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it didn't look good. And the two randos and that were like randos? aggressively coming at him. And I'm like, what's happening? Uh, that guy yeah, looks I was familiar. Like, Who are these blah, blah reporters. They're, they're so forgettable. I'm sorry. No offense. But I was like, why are they here? Wait, who is the guy that he looks familiar? No, the like head of that, you know, anti be someone. Yeah. Committee. Their outfits were very. Yeah, that guy's outfit was like oof. it took me out of the storyline that I was enjoying so much. I think that was my problem. It was just so heavy and so serious. And like I wanted to Google a bunch of stuff and I was just like, is this real? What's happening? Is is Selenasia a place? And I was yeah, just it felt like too heavy for for 90210 and for everything yes. else that was going on. I mean, I like I liked it when it's a little unbalanced like that, but this just felt like a lot. It took me out of the it prank did. and the pumpkin patch and the even the Andrea uh, Jesse stuff and the I prank, like. It was all so good. Mm-hmm. But I want to know who pitched that one. And everyone's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Do we seem like Jiggle TV or like, which they used to say about right. my dad for like Charlie's Angels? Like, oh, it's, you know, not a serious show if we don't have this one. So I feel like somebody was like, uh oh, I guess we should do this, but 
Come on, no one wanted to. Let's be honest. Yeah, I don't know that any of our viewers really appreciated that storyline. I could I be could wrong. Follow but... it now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, and there was no payoff at the end. Well, it like, left me like very confused. I mean, all all we got was the the guy, the the gardener man, coming in and being like, "Thank you, bye." And then the president of a country resigns because of Brandon. Brandon Walsh. Walsh. <laughs> Brandon's so powerful. I'm like, what is going? I don't on? know. I mean, the it, fake it, newswoman <clears throat> with the with the weird awkward phone on her news desk. <laughs> Wait, what about the protesters outside, just outside Brandon's window, where he can see them? It made me laugh. They're all oh, clumped okay. together. Now ben, Ben. Oh no, nope. Ben Lerner. Was that the guy, the actor that played the the guy? Yeah. The twelve yeah. protesters, all of it. Maybe the scene with the cooking in the kitchen and the tasting the sauce was sort of cute. Like it was just all kind yeah. of like, what is? Yeah. Am I watching The West Wing when all of a sudden? Yeah. Like, when I, I heard just, culinary, I stopped. But I, I, other than that. <laughs> I like the president. Sorry? I like President Quintero. I like I liked I his character too. and I wanted to hug him. But then I found out he was a bad dude, so <laughs> oh, it was just all kind of I don't know. What don't if, know. you guys, we could go back and that storyline just wasn't there? That would have been great. It would have <laughs> been great. There must have been something else they could do with Claire. Are they leading up to something that they're like working together. I don't think so. I could have done more with everything else. I would have liked more Andrea and the doctor and more Jesse, more Donna and Griffin and Ray. I got no Kelly and Brandon. I got one little kiss. That's all. I wanted more of that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. That wasn't my favorite storyline. No, I think, I don't think Brandon likes Kelly's haircut. So they're (laughs) not in scenes together. Um, he's like pulling her in and trying to kiss her and she's like pulling back that kissing scene. I did see in the background, <laughs> like he goes in to kiss you, like his arm around you. He probably bruised you like, you know, cause he, he <laughs> Jason doesn't mean to, but he has a heavy touch. Correct. <laughs> like he'll shake your hand and it's like hard and like, yeah. he'll, he'll go to, you know, gingerly like pat you on the back and it's like hard. He's just strong. So when he pulled you in, it was like probably hard and uh and then he kissed you uh, you pulled back you let him I kiss you re- once i didn't i didn't like, too little that. and then you pulled back yeah well and what i did notice though is that in this storyline we really get to see brandon a more mature mm-hmm. brandon and he's he's a natural leader mm-hmm. his character is and i i found that so interesting because jason is a natural leader and yeah we all just sort of fell into place with, you know, Jason's ideas or Jason's suggestions or, you know, just his, his temperament on set. Like he really set the tone for, for us. And then I realized I didn't really understand that or appreciate that then, but now knowing him still and getting to spend time around him, that's just who he is. He's just a really, um, he's really comfortable in his own skin and he's a leader. And I don't mm. know, I, I never really appreciated that about him, but it kind of is like sec- second nature to him. You are so right. And I didn't think about that. It's so true. Like whoever was really like cluing into the actors playing the characters really started to get it right. Mm-hmm. Like 
So true. Yeah. Little, there was no um, Claire and David. Jason appreciation moment there. Yeah, it makes I it awkward it. if I bring up this, the line where they say the squirts. <laughs> Wait, that was your favorite line? <laughs> totally. <laughs> I am was obsessed. It? When they literally are like, they're in the bathroom with the squirts. <laughs> oh my gosh. Poop humor. Wait, Jen doesn't like that. Uh-uh. Nope, nope. Why were Stephen Griffin wearing earpieces? Who were they talking to on those I don't know, pieces? but it was sexy. Like, <laughs> they were, they, Val had a body mic on. Yeah, that Steve just like you got right in there and put it on her. Yeah. And then she goes out to the to the where the bear is and the guys and her her little microphone is showing and I got nervous she was going to get in trouble. The scheme was technically very complicated. It really was. Like how did they pull that off? What did, they, did what did where did they put the bear to get it to their how school? They, did they, they needed Ray Pruitt's food. truck? How did they get it from oh my God. USC okay. to CU? Yeah. Mm. So two things. One, back then, I don't know if it's still around. They had something called a spy shop. It was in Beverly Hills. <laughs> Literally a spy shop. Like, so you could go and buy like right. spy gear. Oh my gosh. Um, I guess now you could just go to Amazon, but whatever. <laughs> um, and per the squirt, sorry. I feel like I kind of wanted, if Jason was directing this, there'd be a little humor in it. And he would have like shown them like Mm -hmm. running from the bathroom or running like, like to tie it all back. Oh my God. That's such a good call. Where were they? What happened? I want to know. I would have loved to have, I would have loved to have that zany direction. Yeah. Yeah. In the the storyline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Minus the political. It could have been a little bit more fun. Yeah. I love the kiss. I do think Ray's kiss with Donna was very sweet. Uh, It was cute. uh, That's my favorite part. I I just, I'm confused why I am not as into Ray now as I was then, but I'll have to. Well, because you're you're a different person now, Amy. You're more, you're older, you're more worldly. (laughs) And you see things differently. Minus the worldly, she doesn't fly, but. I even went <laughs> I even went on YouTube and watched How Do You Talk to an Angel? I did a full deep dive after Whoa. last week's episode. Okay. The whole timeline, I, I YouTubed parts of uh, that movie you said to John Travolta. Shout? shout? Oh, shout? I forgot. His love interest was Heather Graham. I think it was her first movie. Yep. yep. Yes. I fully went on the down the rabbit hole of Jamie Walters. I think we are swayed by what we know happens. Remember the star of the Heights was the girl from days of our lives that Eve that had the scar on days of our lives. Oh, I loved her. Yes. I was just Charlotte Ross. Yeah. Charlotte Ross. Oh my God. Great. Oh my gosh. All of that. I never watched the Heights. I don't think anyone did. I think that was was on for just a second. Right. (laughs) So my dad did a movie called satisfaction. And the Heights was kind of that was loosely your based on that. That was my dad's movie. And uh, Julia Roberts. It was Julia Roberts' first movie. And she, yeah. Never heard of it. It was this about movie. a singing girl band. And then it didn't do well. And the music was really oh. great. And it was a yes. bummer. And then, you know, he was still like, I believe in this like band and young, like people in their 20s. So he went on, yeah. Wait, my head's Heights, about to Jimmy explode. Walters. You know, Liam Neeson's in that movie. 
satisfaction. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson, Justine Bateman was the star. Yes. Julia Roberts is sort of like third banana. Liam Neeson. And they end up at his like cabin. I, don't, oh I, I, I really need to watch this movie. Oh, my again. God. Oh, my God. Jen, I cannot lo- believe that's your dad's I mean, movie. Yeah. And um, yeah, Joel Schumacher um, is no, no longer with us, but did Lost Boys and amazing movies. He did it with my dad and directed it. And Justine Bateman, amazing singer. Like she did all yeah. of it. Little, uh, maybe I'm wrong here, but I think uh, Julia Roberts, they had someone use, uh, dub her voice. I don't think she sang. I cannot believe that is your dad's movie. And I've never known this. Deborah Harry is in that movie. Oh, yeah. Blondie. Oh, my oh, Wait, God. Jen, you remember? Do, do you remember this? Okay, it was Hartford. 90s con uh-huh. and we were in the green room and the woman on Sabrina the teenage witch Caroline Ray not Caroline Ray Melissa the John other Hart. one no nope. other aunt okay Beth. the other aunt Beth something Beth okay she was walked by us and I was like who is that and you go it's Blondie Jen yes. that's Blondie I was like what that's not Blondie why would Blondie <laughs> be here I mean, fair, fair. Like now to this day, every time I see her <laughs> That's anywhere, I'm like, oh my God, it's Blondie. Beth Broderick. Yeah. Beth Broderick. Beth Broderick. Super nice, but. Oh my God, my head's exploding. But Satisfaction is an Aaron Spelling movie. Yes. He was so proud of that movie. And it didn't. It, it didn't they sang well. good. They sang really cool. The soundtrack in that movie. is so good. I, re- I had it. Me too. Oh my God, my head is exploding. Okay, Whoa. you guys, we did it. We did it. We did all five storylines. Bam. I have to give my rating. Rating. Oh. Hmm. Oh, I hate to give mine. Oh, I felt really bad last week because I rated the show very low and I thought maybe people would be upset with me. So I'm going to go a little higher this week. I'm going to give it an eight. Seven. Go with seven. Oh, 7.5. Okay, all right. I don't All like giving it a 7.5. I want it, I, I like to give it a nine, but the whole politics got me all befuddled. It really was a lot. Well, next week, we have an exciting episode coming up. It's called Who's Zooming Who? Which is funny because there was no Zoom. I don't think that's the Zoom they're talking zoom about. Zoom meant something else. Like, mm-mm-mm. yeah. Zoom, like <laughs> Zoom, boom, boom, boom. Zooming. Or like Zumba. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or, or when the dogs get the Zoomies, you know, when they run, 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 run. Oh, I oh, thought that right, was like the squirt. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Who's Zooming who? Mm-hmm. No idea what that means, but we will find out next week. Thanks, you guys. Love you. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's 
Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.